0: It's time for Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquart. Todd Marquart, attorney at law in Texas. If you're a millionaire or a thousandaire, Talk Law Radio is now on the air. Call in with your business law question, your elder law question, veteran aid, Medicaid, build a business to get paid. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Or ask a question online at com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-A-R-D-T, lawfirm.com. And now, it's Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Welcome
1: to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt on 930 AM The Answer. Later, I'll be on Apple Podcasts, and you can always find my recorded shows on www.talklawradio.com. Today we're going to be talking about auto and home insurance with Wade Ferry, who's with State Farm. The State Bar of Texas is the state agency that governs attorney law licenses, and the State Bar wants attorneys to inform the public about the law. But because specific circumstances are different for each case and laws are ever-changing, Material discussed in this program is meant for general informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information you hear today should be relied upon only with individual professional advice. Marquardt Law Firm sponsors our show, And attorneys at Markport Law Firm focus on business and estate law, including last wills, living trusts, and tax-protected inheritance plans, including new businesses and old businesses which might have issues with corporations, contracts, limited liability companies, limited partnerships, and we can represent those who face problems from lack of planning like breach of contract or guardianship or probate. Check out our blog at marquartlawfirm.com to learn more about what's new in the legal industry. Before we get started talking about the law, let's begin with prayer. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for all the gifts and blessings that you give to us. Please forgive us our sins, our mistakes, for doing the wrong thing or failing to do your will. Please help Wade Ferry and me give good information to the listeners about insurance for auto and home. Help us to use the gifts and talents you have provided for the good of your people, for our own good, and for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Now it's time to discover your legal issue, Blind Spots, by listening to me talk about the law on the radio. Today we're talking about insurance for automobiles and for our home with Wade Ferry, who's with State Farm Insurance. Welcome, Wade. Thanks for having us, Todd. And who did you bring with you? This is
2: Luann Olmos. She's my office manager. She's been in our office for, what, 34 years.
3: Oh,
1: great. A lot of knowledge. Yeah, thank you for coming, Luann. Thank you. So just give us an overview about how you got into this business. Why did you want to do insurance?
2: Well, what ha- what happened with me was kind of a, an eye opener. Um, I was I had previously to this I was vice president of sales and marketing for a, a company out of Asia that manufactured garden tools, and it just got to the point traveling overseas all the time, being away from your family. It just it just got old mm-hmm. and. I received a I received a call from State Farm and they asked if this is something I might be interested in and I said, you know, let's let's talk and then once I got into their classes and their modules it was a, it was 5 months of training and wow. uh it was it was pretty in depth and pretty intense. I realized this is something I really wanted to do. So, where you can really help people. So, and you know, you could, you know, like you said, you could be a good neighbor, but you're could be you're a good person. You're doing the right mm-hmm. thing for people.
1: So, and what kind of licenses or certifications do you need?
2: You have to have a TD. It's called TDI, Texas Department of Insurance for, um, you know, for PNC is what they call for home and auto. I ha- you have to have that just to start, and uh, then if you want to get into any other categories of products they have, then you have to get licensed for. it each of those categories of goods.
1: Okay. Besides uh, your work at the insurance office, what what else do you do for fun?
2: Uh, prior to COVID, you know, we, we like to do a little traveling. Um, but since COVID's taken place, we're just hanging out with family, um, just doing a lot of things around the house now. Get A lot of uh, honeydews have gotten done in the last
1: year, so... Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, it is. It was a real good thing. Happy wife, happy life. Yes, sir. (laughs) Yeah, I I did some things around the house, too. um, But it wasn't that much fun for me. Okay, so what else do you do in the community in San Antonio? Are you a member of any club, organization, church, or anything like that?
2: Uh, we're a member of the Chamber of Commerce. You know, we're uh, San Antonio Chamber of Commerce. Um, there, there's a few other organizations that we are a member of. But right now, what we're doing for the community is a lot of time and a lot of donations for the San Antonio Food Bank, uh, Catholic Charities. We did we donated last year um, uh, a good size donation uh-huh. to help with fan box fans for. Oh, okay. For, the, uh, for people who needed that during the heat wave. So I'm waiting for that to hit again. So we, we kind of like to help the community out wherever we think it does the best.
1: Yeah, that's great. Yeah, food bank and and fans. That sounds good. You know, funny story about my granddad, my dad's dad. He had a working air conditioner, but he wouldn't use it. And so he would just walk around the house without a shirt and you know my grandmother would have to tell him when we sat down to for dinner put a shirt on <laughs> <laughs> he just didn't want to pay the electric bill you know trying to keep his costs down so you mentioned how covid has affected your personal life uh, do you see any changes in the way people are purchasing or using uh, property and casualty insurance.
2: Yeah, it's kind of it's funny you said that. Last year, when uh, COVID hit, we had to make the decision if we were going to work out of the office or if we were going to shut down and work remotely. And personally, i have never done that before. Uh-huh. So we, the, the technology State Farm has, we were able to do it. And I was still apprehensive about pulling that trigger. And when once we did it, our sales increased about 45% last year, which was pretty good. And uh, I couldn't figure out why at first, and then it, it started dawning on me that people were home. That's number one. Number two, they're trying to save money now. They're sitting at home look reviewing bills. So when we would call people, they were definitely more receptive to reviewing their policies, seeing if we could save them money. Maybe we didn't save them money, but maybe we gave them more coverage. So there was just things like that that people were more more in tune to during the COVID period, and then especially with uh, the you know Zoom, that just that was a game changer. Uh-huh. Um, being able to do Zoom meetings and things like that using that technology, uh, it, it really opened. I think it was a paradigm shift, big time, big time.
1: Luann, do you have anything?
3: It was nice working from home, I thought. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> but th- it's true. More people were home, and they did answer their phones more often.
1: Yeah. Well, I think for me, um, the uncertainty and the, and the just the frustration with having a, a virus that you can't really do anything about um, made me more aware of the other risk that I had, and so I bought more insurance because those were risks that I could insure against. Um, but with COVID, at least when it first started, all you could do was stay home and and not talk to anybody.
2: That's true. That was true. It was it was a scary time for everybody.
1: And so I think the estate planning business, some people were more motivated to get their wills done for the same reason, just, you know, there's some uncertainty out there with the virus, and and so this is something I can do something about. Okay, so we're going to be talking about home and auto today, and there's differences in policies within State Farm, and there's differences probably between different companies, so when, when somebody calls you, where do you start? Well, when people call and they want to get a quote, you know, usually usually something
2: has happened. You know, um, they've got their renewal and, and rates went up and they want to, you know, do some shit. They want to shop. Uh-huh. So when they call us, you know, first thing we ask for is their deck page, which it, which means their declaration page. And if we can get a copy of their declaration page which means their coverages then we try to do an apples to apples so we're not you know giving them a quote for something they don't have you know right. like uh, you know not we're not going to lowball them and and not have the proper coverage that they already mm-hmm. had so we want to do apples to apples so then they can see it right there then we email it to them so they can review it and if they have questions they give us a call and we go over and explain
1: what all the different coverages mean. That sounds easy. It's very easy. It's very easy. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to be taking a break. Just want to remind everybody, we're on nine thirty a.m. The answer, or you're listening by podcast, and we're talking about auto insurance and home insurance with Wade Ferry, who represents State Farm Insurance here in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, Wade, will you say where your office is located?
2: Yeah, we're at 12151 Jones-Maltzberger. It's at the corner of uh, Starcrest and uh, Jones-Maltzberger right across the street from Blossom Athletic Center.
1: Okay, so that's near the airport on the north side. And you just recently... had some upgrades to the office right
2: we we did it through covid it was uh it was much easier with everybody out of the office mm-hmm. the team could come in move all the furniture out and we remodeled after i say 20 years that place was like that so mm-hmm. we, we redid the floors we redid the walls uh we did quite a bit of work in
1: there it's uh we brought it into the 21st century so blue and does that make you happy
3: yes (laughs) it got kind of (laughs) drab
1: yeah good okay we're about to take a break when we come back we'll be talking about auto and home with wade ferry representing state farm in san antonio
0: for you We've heard how important it is to avoid probate through a living trust. You want to do the best thing, but frankly don't quite understand what probate is or how a living trust can help you. Attorney Todd Marquardt can help. He makes it easy to understand so you can avoid what a nightmare probate could be for your family. Call and make an appointment. Marcourt Law Firm makes it so simple to set up a living trust so you can feel secure now. Call Marcourt Law Firm and find out how a living trust can help your loved one settle your affairs without a judge in court. Call 210-530-4278. That's 210-530-4278.
1: Welcome back to Talk Law Radio I'm Todd Marquart here with Wade Ferry who works with State Farm Insurance they do auto and home insurance and we learned a bit about his background but I forgot to ask you whenever I see your office you have sports stuff everywhere so Tell me about that. Did, did you play professional sports or are you just a fan? Just a fan. Okay. Just a fan. Well tell me who who are you a fan of?
2: And uh, don't know if I should say it here, but anybody from Chicago. So
1: Oh, you're from Chicago? Uh, yes, sir. Ch- okay. Chicago area. Chicago yeah. area. And so you like the Bulls and the Cubs and the Bears. And the Blackhawks. Okay. So
2: yes, sir. It's uh I've always been a sports nut, and then when I had the opportunity in my uh, previous job, I, you know, I was able to get some of that, par- you know, uh, memorabilia. Yeah. And when I when I did that, I just uh, saved as much of it as I could, and you know, hopefully pass that on to my kids. So
1: Down it's I, cool. Yeah. Uh, you're a fan, but there are some professional athletes that are a fan of yours. You don't have to say who. I just remember you saying that. Uh we we I've got some I have some friends that were in pro sports, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So you're a friend to athletes. If 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 there's a professional athlete out there that's listening, they can give you a call. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. What's a good number to reach your office?
2: 210-545-2601.
1: Okay. All right. Wade Ferry from State Farm. Let's get into Homeowners insurance. How do we know what to cover when it comes to our home? What what is coverage? What does that mean?
2: Well, the f- the first thing is it's the there's the the value. So usually people have a mortgage. So when uh-huh. they don't have a mortgage, the bank is going to you know loan a certain amount of money, and that's going to be what you're going to insure it for. Uh huh. Um, sometimes it's if you own the house outright. Then you you can decide what you want to insure it for, but a lot of people want to do replacement costs. Most everybody wants to, they want that replacement
1: cost. So. And so, what does that mean? If if my house were burnt up, uh, what what would the replacement cost be? Well,
2: when you when you come to, when you come to State Farm and ask for that quote, our system, our computer system, our system and process is going to be to find out. Everything about that house that we possibly can, and then we're going to put it into the system, and it's going to spit out basically a quote, and it's going to be a 100% replacement cost, and that's the key. Is that you want to, you know, I I believe that everybody should check out their policies once a year. Come into come in, go to your agent's office, or and if you're our customer, come into our office. We'll schedule that appointment. You come in, and we're going to go over that policy and make sure that everything is up to date because everything changes at, you know, all the time. And I'm sure you've heard about the, you know what's happening today with lumber. lumber right. Lumber is going you know, right now over 300 percent increase. So every we have you know something in our policy that's you know called inflation protection. So it's. It's going to make sure that your house is covered at 100% replacement cost. We're going to replace that one. Yeah,
1: I was just going to ask, if I pay 100000 and it's burnt up, gone now, and the the cost to build the same house today is, what did you say, 48% higher? The, lum-
2: the Just the lumber is over 300%. Oh, 300. High.
1: So let's say it's $300,000 re- to build the same thing. Is that what replacement cost would recover?
2: Replacement cost is going to bring you back. Is going to make you whole. Okay. A okay, whole. Whereas sometimes uh, there's a there's act you know actual cash value. Something called actual cash value, which is a little different. And but but that's what the value of the house is. So and what you could sell it for, which we don't honestly don't care what you can sell it for. We care about getting you back whole and Mm -hmm. rebuilding that house. Okay.
1: All right. So I have to tell you about some court cases that I read about. And uh, you don't have to agree. You can just tell me if this sounds familiar. There was uh, one case. This is in the public record. Seifret versus Nation Star Mortgage Company, LLC, um, there was a case, that, well, in this case, the house was vacant for a long period of time, and we don't know how, but it caught fire and burned down. Well, the homeowner's policy had this clause that suspended the dwelling coverage if the house was vacant for over 60 days. So there, there had been an option for the homeowner to pay for an endorsement that provided coverage for extended vacancies. Uh-huh. But the homeowner didn't have that, so the insurance company didn't pay. Is that something that people need to pay attention to, extended vacancy, vacancies?
2: Well, I what I'd like to talk about, Todd, is They should pay attention to everything in the policy. And what they, like I said earlier, they should schedule an appointment with their (laughs) agent. Yeah. And they should go over their policies once a year. And, you know, everything, there could be an endorsement for everything they probably want to do. There could be, uh, uh, a niche policy that they they might need that they thought that their policy covered that it actually didn't cover. Well,
1: the lizard on TV doesn't talk about that. <laughs> it just says fifteen minutes and you've got it. Yeah,
2: that's that's their business. So. <laughs> um, but what well, we we stress it with our with our current customers and what I stress to anybody out there is get with your agent. Get, okay. Get with your agent okay. and go over your policies. Just learn as much as you can. Good point.
3: And think about it when you have life changes to call, because that's like a life change, having to move and leaving your house vacant. That's a life change you need to.
1: Okay, that's a good point.
3: Always call when there's life changes. Because
1: even if it wasn't in there before, maybe you could change the policy for later. Yes. Okay. There was another court case, uh, Bryce v. Uh, versus Unitrend Preferred Insurance Company. And here there was a dispute between replacement cost um, and, the, and the actual value. What was interesting is that the house was built in 1898. It was very unique and uh, had a lot of work done to it, and so the, the value of the house went up over time. And that was part of the dispute was, was there some kind of um, coverage limit based on the value of the house? And so what I heard you say is that when there's life events, when you're improving your house, when you think it's more valuable, maybe you should look at that. And that's what the jury said, is that the uh, homeowner was negligent in managing their own policy. Right. So when when you're presented with options and you say, no, I don't want that, because that's what they did, they said, no, it's too expensive, I don't want to do that, um, the jury said, well, it's your fault. So I just thought that was interesting.
2: Yeah. Uh, sometimes, I mean, when the, the insurance company or the agent or the team members in the office are presenting to customers, you know that's you, that's sometimes an issue is you know it's it's price so you know you, you can't argue with them so you just
1: right you. but they should realize that they're increasing their risk for not having it covered if you have money in the bank that's okay right you right. just have to know the rest is going to come out of your pocket okay some other things that might not be covered like in San Antonio. Some people's houses get flooded, but not everybody. So, is flood insurance usually uh, one of the coverages in a typical policy, or is that something you have to ask for?
3: It's not covered under your homeowners' policy, it's through the government, the National Flood Insurance Plan. Oh, okay. So, but we can help with that. We look up what your flood zone you're in because everybody's in a flood zone, it's just some. Um, it's not it's less likely it'll flood, yeah. but
1: I've heard some people are in the hundred year flood zone and and some people are in the every other year flood zone right <laughs> no. okay how about if um if I'm running my my manufacturing company out of my garage, would that be covered you
3: you may have to even if you have a business in your home, you can get a business policy okay for your home. So,
1: oh, I see. More,
3: If it's a, a big thing, you're probably not going to be covered by your homeowners, but you can get coverage for it.
1: Okay. Good point. And how how about vehicles? Are vehicles covered if if they're, you know, parked in the driveway or does that fall under the auto insurance?
3: The auto is always covered by the auto policy. Uh huh. Um, if you have items in your car that aren't part of the car, like a briefcase or uh-huh. a suitcase, those are going to be covered under your homeowners, but the car is always the auto policy.
1: Okay. So th- that's an important distinction there. Good. Okay. So we've uh, about beat the homeowners association to death. So, uh, we're going to take another break, and when we come back, we'll talk about vehicles. And uh, that that's a lot more exciting to me than, than homeowners. Um, but I'll say one thing. This is your notice, for you watching me on Facebook, that you should have homeowners insurance. Sometimes I see people on Facebook asking for money because their house burned down, and... Uh, Maybe it's because you didn't know you needed homeowner's insurance. If you own the house and you don't have money in the bank to replace the home, you should have homeowner's insurance. Uh, We pray that there's never a fire, right? But we still pay for the insurance. You know, this is the insurance you have, even though you don't want it, because you don't want to have to pay for a new house out of your pocket. So that's my soapbox. When we come back, we'll be with uh, Wade Ferry with State Farm talking about auto insurance. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt. We're talking about auto and home insurance today with Wade Ferry. He works with State Farm here in San Antonio. His office is on Starcrest, right? Yes. Uh, Across from uh, Blossom Athletic Complex. Yep. Is that what they call it? Um, We were just talking about homeowners insurance, and I I wanted to get into auto insurance. But then uh, we started talking about how renters insurance could possibly cover stolen items from a vehicle. So will you explain that just a bit? Yeah, well, uh,
2: what we were saying was that um, when a customer is you know talking to us about their cars, we we find out where they live, get some information from them, and we we talk to them about renters insurance, and we tell them the benefits of a renters policy. Other is one is if your car, and if your car, let's say you're at the mall shopping and somebody breaks into it, your car, the damage that was caused by the break-in is going to be covered on your car insurance. But if you had an iPod, you had a briefcase, you had a phone in there, that's covered under the homeowner, or homeowners, which is your renter's policy. So and a lot of people don't realize that. So,
1: And I was just remembering that um, when I was in college, I I didn't have renter's insurance because I didn't really pay attention to insurance. So if you have a college student, if you're a parent of a college student, it might be a good idea to get them a renter's policy because they're probably, you know, living in the area of town that has more break-ins. At least I did. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a good thing to look into. Okay. When we talk about auto insurance, um, there's different ways to cover auto insurance. uh, Right. And in fact, the law requires you to have at least some auto insurance. statement So the minimum coverage under uh, Section 601.072 of the Transportation Code says you have to have at least uh, $30,000 coverage for bodily injury to or death of one person in one accident, $60,000 for bodily injury to or death of two or more persons in one accident and twenty five thousand dollars for damage to or destruction of property of others really twenty five <laughs> thousand dollars I mean statement that, that that's like a used car if you wreck into a new car it's not gonna be covered right Ford Raptors hundred thousand dollars Wow yeah and if you bump into Tony Parker on the highway, you know, his Maserati probably costs $250,000. Yes. <laughs> so if you're not covered, that means you owe the rest. That's when they file a lawsuit and you have to hire an attorney to figure a way out of it. So that that's what you call just liability coverage. Yes. Yeah, that's it. That's liability coverage. And And we call it state minimum, the state minimum. But that doesn't cover my car, right? If I hit somebody, it only covers somebody else's car. Correct. And so what kind of coverage do I need if I want to cover my car and their car, if it's my fault?
3: Well, the liability is going to cover their car. And to cover your car, you would have to have the collision coverage. Okay. And there's a deductible involved, but it's going to... You'll pay the deductible, and then the insurance pays the balance to get your car fixed
1: right okay, so that mm-hmm. that's what I want and and that's what I want other people to have too, so that you know everybody's taken care of
3: and there are higher limits on liability oh okay. so that you can have more coverage and protect yourself and your assets so that you yeah. don't get sued
1: <laughs> right you can get higher so you limits. don't have to get the minimum you don't no. no. But it it might raise the premium if you raise the coverage amount,
3: yes, it does, but you know you want to protect yourself, and you usually if you bundle it with your homeowners or you get other discounts it it it's okay You're okay doing-
1: so you you talk to people about what discounts they might qualify for and and do they want to accept some of the risk of the financial liability? See. My problem is I drive a lot on 1604, which I consider to be a war zone. (laughs) I mean, I I just want to get from A to B um, safely. And a a car accident is not just, you know, a catastrophic event. It's also inconvenient for everybody on the highway. Yes. Because they're going to be late now that there's going to be an accident. So anyway... Uh, we talked about the liability um, minimums, talked about collision. Um, what is comprehensive?
3: That's going to cover anything other than collision. Like you hit a deer, your car gets stolen. Okay. A window breaks.
1: So if I have liability and my car gets stolen, does the insurance company pay me?
3: No. You have to have the comprehensive coverage. Oh, Okay.
1: All right. So you want to have liability, comprehensive, and collision. And then you get to decide what your limit's going to be. Yes. And you get to decide what your deductible's going to be. Right. Okay. And so you help people with all of that.
3: Yes, we do. And hail
2: is one of the big ones for uh, also for comprehensive. Okay.
1: Yeah, we we have had a lot of hail this year. Okay, so want to have your car repaired if something like that happens, you have to have comprehensive coverage um, What if somebody hits me and they don't have liability insurance that they're violating the law they're gonna get a ticket um, How do I get my car paid for
3: well if you you have uninsured motorist coverage, it'll cover it. And you also will be covered under your collision, but the uninsured motorist would be beneficial because it's a lesser deductible. Okay. It's always two fifty under uninsured motorist. Okay. And if you if you have to use your collision you can, but better to have uninsured motorist because yeah. it also protects injury if you're hurt also.
1: Okay, I'm I'm glad you said that. Um there's some other coverages that that pay for injury. Right? Yes. What are those?
3: Well, you have the personal injury protection coverage, which covers, uh, it'll cover 80% of your lost wages under our coverage mm-hmm. and any medical expenses. But it's whatever limit you have on your policy. And you also have medical payments, well, which will just cover whatever your limit is for medical expenses. Mm-hmm.
1: And so do you get to decide... What those coverage amounts are yes. also?
3: There's certain limits that we have. There's three different limits, but you can decide which one you want or you can decide to reject it if you don't want it. But
1: Yeah. Okay, so in addition to the, the comprehensive collision, uninsured motorists, uh, personal injury protection, uh, what else is there?
3: Well, we have emergency roadside service.
1: I'm glad you said that, and I'm about to go on a trip. I wanted to know, who do I call? See, I have it, and I don't even know how to use it.
3: Well, there is a phone number on your uh, insurance card. Okay. It's in small print, but it's there. (laughs) Okay. Or you can call our office, because our office, when we are not there, we do have 24-hour customer service, which you can be transferred to, and they can help you Get to wherever you need to be. Claims the towing, whichever you need to get. To. Okay,
2: good point. You lock your keys in the car. You run out of gas. So
1: yeah, great. Yeah, and I I have a, a teenage daughter that's going to be uh, driving soon. Not not real soon, maybe a year from now. Um, but I I wouldn't want her changing a tire on the no. side of the road. I want her to know how to do it. But I don't want her to do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there's the uh, emergency roadside. There was something else. I can't remember what it was.
3: Perry rental car. Yes. Rental reimbursement. Yeah. But if your, your car is in the shop due to a claim, we will provide coverage for that rental car.
1: Otherwise, you're just going to have to bum a ride from somebody. Right. And it's going to take a few weeks. Right. Probably. That's been my experience anyway. And during those hailstorms, it could take more than a few weeks. Oh, yeah, because they get busy, backed up. Okay, good. Thank you for telling us all about the the auto insurance. So we have uh, homeowners insurance and auto insurance, um, but not everybody drives a car. So there's other insurance, right, for motorcycles? Yes. Tell us about that. How does that work?
3: It's basically the same coverage. You just you can have per, the liability, uninsured um, motors. Everything's basically the same. It's just a motorcycle.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, is the underwriting different? Because you know, in my mind, it, there's more risk there because you don't have a roof over your head. <laughs>
3: We don't really have a um, – well, I guess with State Farm, they want you to have more of just a pleasure riding motorcycle. They don't necessarily want you to be driving that as your main source. <laughs> oh. But we do cover them, I and there's not basically – there's not different underwriting for so it. So that's
1: a question. Is this yeah. your primary vehicle mode of transportation, or right. is it just But I'm guessing that's
3: why they don't have different underwriting aspects because yeah. – They don't want that necessarily to be your main source.
1: Okay. And you insure boats, right? Boats, trailers.
3: Motorhomes. And you need all that, right?
1: RVs, yeah. So if, if I'm pulling my boat with my truck, does my auto insurance on my truck cover the boat if it's in an accident on the roadway?
3: The liability extends to the boat. So okay. what that means is if your boat becomes unattached from your car and hits a car, the liability is going to cover that other uh, vehicle. Uh-huh. But your boat, to get it fixed, you have to have boat insurance. Okay.
1: That's a good point to make because you need to make sure everything's insured. Otherwise, you'll have to pay buy a new boat. Right. Yeah. Okay, we got to take another break. Um, We've been talking about auto and home insurance with Wade Ferry and State Farm and and Luann. You've been a great source of information here today. Thank you for joining us. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back.
0: For years, we've heard how important it is to avoid probate through a living trust. You want to do the best thing, but frankly, don't quite understand what probate is or how a living trust can help you. Attorney Todd Marquardt can help. He makes it easy to understand so you can avoid what a nightmare probate could be for your family. Call and make an appointment. Marquardt Law Firm makes it so simple to set up a living trust so you can feel secure now. Call Marquardt Law Firm and find out how a living trust can help your loved one settle your affairs without a judge in court. Call 210-530-4278. That's 210 530
1: Welcome back to Talk Law Radio. This is Todd Marquardt on 930 AM The Answer, Apple Podcasts. Oh, and you can stream live on 930AMTheAnswer.com. If you miss the show, you can go to www.talklawradio.com. We have our recorded episodes there as well. Today we're talking about auto insurance, homeowner's insurance, and we'll talk a little bit about umbrella insurance, but first I wanted to get one last part about off-road vehicles because those are fun and they should be insured because what if something happens and you're riding your off-road vehicle? So that could be... uh, all-terrain vehicle, camping trailer, dune buggy, golf cart, mini bike, snowmobiles, trail bikes. You know, unrelated, I was at Costco, and I saw they had this electric bike. It's the, it's the cheapest electric bike I've seen, so I got one. And it's so fun. Uh, you don't really have to pedal. i need that (laughs) and and you go fat just fast enough to to get the wind in your face to cool you off i wouldn't recommend driving or riding it during the day um i think it's still considered to be a bicycle
3: i think so yeah
1: yeah so uh but if you have something more than that like a motorbike or a bicycle or uh what was i thinking of uh off-road. Off-road bike, yeah. You probably need coverage because if if you have an accident out there in the woods or the desert, is anything else going to cover you, your auto, your home?
3: No, you would have to have coverage on that specific.
1: Yeah, so that would be ID. good to have. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then you also insure motor homes, RVs. <laughs> yes, sir. Got to have insurance on that, too. Um, Okay, so after we have insurance on all our stuff, um, but we still want extra coverage in case there's an accident in the house, if if somebody slips and falls down my stairway uh, and they're just a friend visiting to play pool or ping pong, I want them to Get better. I want them to have coverage. Uh, does homeowners insurance cover that?
3: If they fall down the stairs, you do have the medical payments part on your homeowners, which okay. you pick the limit for that. Uh huh. Because um, normally liability will come into play if there is negligence in some way. Oh, I see. So
1: if they step, step right. into a hole in the backyard,
3: right? That's when liability comes into okay. play. Okay. And you can also, you know, if you want more coverage, we have umbrella, an umbrella policy, which will give you more coverage on your liability. On your auto and your home.
1: Okay. So, so tell us more about that. How does that how do you get that coverage?
3: Well, you do have to raise your limits on your auto policy above the minimums. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have to do at least two hundred fifty thousand, five hundred thousand on your bodily injury, and then 100000 property damage. And the umbrella will kick in if you have an accident and the limits are exhausted. You know, there's more to be paid out than what you have. Then it'll pay up to, it starts at a million dollars.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, I heard a story about a lady that, you know, was just driving to the grocery store and got in a car accident she was fine and you know the the young woman that hit her you know i guess they determined that it was it was the lady's fault but the young woman that hit her got a lawyer you know free personal injury lawyer <laughs> they they work on contingency so next thing she knows she's being sued for a million dollars you know which to her it just seemed like a fender bender. Uh, but but the young woman got surgery on her neck and everything, and she didn't look hurt, you know, when when the accident happened, but uh her auto insurance uh policy um paid paid the young woman a settlement and uh this, this lady that hit her, she was just so happy that she had that umbrella coverage. Because, you know, she would have lost all of her retirement, and then she would have had to move to a place that wasn't as nice. I mean, it would have changed her whole uh, standard of living. So I'm a, I'm a big believer in the umbrella and in insurance in general because I hear all the bad stories right. <laughs> that come to me. So I I have lots of insurance. Um. And also, that, plus you
2: can just wash your hands and just let the, you know, the insurance attorneys take over.
1: Right. They so. they provide a defense for you. Yes. Also, what I run into a lot is uh, last wills and living trusts and tax protected inheritance plans. So I like to ask our guest about legacy because that's what is is behind leaving an inheritance is uh, leaving a legacy. So, Wade, when you think about your legacy, is there any special heirloom that you would like to pass down?
2: Well, I I do have all this memorabilia that I do have stashed at the house, and it's put in different corners now. I used to have it, you know, pretty much displayed, but now I've kind of put it away. And uh, I do have—it's probably all going to go to my daughter's. So— and um, you know, the funny story there was um I was in North Carolina and I was at a with a friend at his office and he had a just a load of memorabilia, just all kinds. And I was amazed. I was just looking at this. This is probably twenty years ago. And I remember just looking at it and I'm, and he had one thing that I was just wanted and I, I couldn't believe he had it, and he had a huge framed Led Zeppelin symbol, and it was autographed Mm -hmm. by all four in Led Zeppelin. I love music. And I'm like, God, I'd like to have that. And he goes, I'll trade you for it. And he goes, what do you got? And I said, I go, I got a couple Michael Jordan pieces. And he goes, what? And I told him, a baseball and a basketball. He goes, I don't care either one, which one. And I said, all right. Let me think about this and figure out which one I want to do. And By the time I got home, I told my daughters about it back then. And they're like, they had no idea who Led Zeppelin was. And they're like, <laughs> and they're like no. They just, they put a stop kibosh to
1: it. And I was like,
2: okay. And oh, because
1: they wanted the Michael Jordan. Jordan yep. yeah. They
2: knew who Michael Jordan was. They didn't know who Led Zeppelin was. I yeah. said, okay. So so you
1: still don't have it. I still don't have that. But I still have my Michael Jordan stuff. So. Yeah, but the, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I have a baseball and a basketball uh, after Michael Jordan uh, retired from basketball and started playing baseball. Uh, my brother and I started buying just boxes of baseball cards in in hopes that w- one of them would contain his his rookie card. Right. Uh, my brother has it, um, but it's not signed. I don't think it is. That would be pretty crazy. But
2: some of those, they, they can be worth a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, I I have some stuff that I'm going to pass down. I have a whole box of old baseball cards from when I was a kid. That, that goes to my son that plays baseball. And I have uh, lots of deer heads that uh, he's also going to inherit. I hope he has a, a big house <laughs> that he can put all these deer heads in. Um, I, I had to stop hunting as much because now we have to make room for his deer heads. Um, it, it's just a lot of fun, um, hunting with him because that's the only time I, I really get to see him, you know, because he's a teenager now and he doesn't want to spend any time with dad, but he'll go hunting with me. So, uh, my wife doesn't really want to inherit you know the tr- the trophies, the hunting trophies. So, and, and my daughter last year um, went hunting for the first time, and uh, so her her deer trophy is supposed to be ready in the fall. That uh, that was pretty exciting for us. That's good. So all of that's covered right under homeowners insurance. My my trophies, my priceless works of art. I mean, do you schedule that? Do you have to buy extra coverage?
3: If it's if it's a, a one of a kind, you might check into it. Okay,
1: if it's a Mona
3: Lisa, mm. right?
2: Well, that'd be something called the personal articles policy. So,
1: apparently. but everything else, including jewelry, would fall under just the the normal policy.
3: Well, on your homeowners' jewelry has a max that it'll cover in regards to theft. So, if you have a lot of jewelry, you might consider doing the personal articles floater because it's an all risk policy as well. So, you lose a diamond, or mm-hmm. you know, you,
1: That's you left it
3: in a bathroom somewhere, it's covered.
1: Oh, really? That's mm-hmm. what all risk means. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm I'm glad that we covered that. I didn't know that.
3: And you just have to, on jewelry, if it's any item over, I think, 5000 you have to have um, appraisal. Okay. So that we can...
1: You're not just going to take my word for it.
3: <laughs> right. On big items, no.
1: <laughs> Is there um, any surprising uh, claim that you can think of? Anything that you just had no idea would ever come up?
3: Not that I can think of right now. Okay. I'm sure there
2: are some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing that nothing that sticks
1: out. But if you lost to Michael Jordan, I mean, that's a one of a kind. Yeah. It's hard to get that. But
2: what does happen is, you know, like women have their, their engagement rings
1: and they got a pretty
2: good size diamond right. on there. They're just walking down the street and it falls out. It's covered. Right. It's gone. And, okay. you know, and they notice it like three hours later. Yeah. Like, it's covered if they have
1: that, you know, that policy. Okay. Well, that's the end of our show. Thank you for joining me.
2: Thanks for having us, Todd. It was a, this was a pleasure.
1: Good. And if you have any questions about auto and home insurance, you might want to give Wade Ferry a call. 210-545-2601. Or if you are by the Blossom Athletic Complex, you might schedule an appointment to review your policy to, for him to evaluate apples to apples, what you've got and what he might be able to provide.
2: Or walk-ins are welcome, and we have three other team members on oh, staff. Oh, okay. So.
1: Good. All right. That's it for today. Stay tuned.